Welcome back to Brailcast Extra. Coming up this time, an introduction to Braille on Android. A session recorded on Tuesday the 18th of May 2021 and introduced by Dave Williams. Good evening and a very warm welcome back to the Brailleists Foundation. I'm Dave Williams, Chair of the Brailleists Foundation and it's a pleasure to see uh, so many familiar faces and uh, a couple of new people as well. A very warm welcome in. As you know, our occasional Brailleist Masterclass are an opportunity for those of you uh, who already know something about Braille, uh, to take your Braille to the next level, perhaps learn some new skills. Uh, we keep an archive of these sessions. They are recorded and made available via our media page and also through the Braillecast podcast. Don't forget tonight's session is run in accordance with our moderation policy found on the website at braillist.org. Uh, so we run a fairly tight ship, um, invite you to remain muted until we get to the Q&A section of proceedings. In just a moment, I'll introduce our presenter this evening, uh, who will be introducing us to all things Braille on Android. Uh, so we will start with that very shortly. In the meantime, uh, on med moderation duties, uh, as ever, uh, is Mr. Ben Musselrose. Good evening to you, Ben. Hello, hello, hello. How's it, as here, uh, as ever, uh, every uh, every first and third Tuesday of the month, uh, here to help with moderation. Really looking forward to this one. I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot, but we'll uh, we'll go through how to raise hands uh, nearer to the time. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of time for questions, but um, yeah, can't can't wait really. Thanks very much, Ben. So, uh, as we know, Android is the world's most popular mobile operating system, and there are lots of questions about what is possible in terms of Braille on Android. Where have we come from? Where are we now? And where are we headed in the future in terms of uh, support for Braille displays and Braille screen input on Android devices? Well, we're very fortunate this evening uh, to be joined by someone who is, uh, I think, a huge fan of Android, it's fair to say, somebody who's been working in the assistive technology arena for uh, several decades. It's the uh, proprietor of Computer Room Services and our good friend, Mr. Steve Nutt. Uh, Steve himself is a Braille user, as many of you will know. Um, Steve's also got an extensive background in a wide range of assistive technology products. Uh, many of which are available through his computer, uh, computer room services, comproom.co.uk. I believe that's uh, right. He'll tell me in a second if, if not. Um, Steve's also omnipresent at, uh, at Site Village events as well up and down the country. So we look forward to those coming back. So uh, you can go uh, and, and meet Steve and, and, and follow up, maybe even after uh, tonight's session, if there's anything that Steve mentions that perks your interest. So without any further ado to guide us through Braille on Android, Steve Nutt. Good evening, Steve. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, everybody. How are you all doing? Um, You've you got it absolutely right, Dave. It is comproom.co.uk, or you can go to computer-room-services.co.uk as well. Um, that I thought we'd get the too. plug in nice and early, Steve. Get that out of <laughs> the way. They're right. So that's, that's out of the way. Now let's talk about the, the matter at hand, uh, which is Braille on Android. I have to say two things about Braille on Android. One, it's nowhere near as easy to set up as iPhone. So it's, it's not as pleasant an experience to set up. But once it's set up, it's great. And the second thing is that I still don't think that Android is 
or Braille on Android is quite as good as iOS. But on the plus side, they don't break Braille as much as iOS. In other words, Braille has been pretty stable where it is at the moment on Android since Android 10. And But with 11, Android 11, comes some new things about Braille, which until recently only the iPhone had. So that out of the way, let's get all the, the um, prejudices out of the way and all that stuff. Let's talk a little bit about Android Braille. So one difference between Android and iOS Braille is that the iOS Braille is nicely built in to VoiceOver. Uh, no, it's not Braille over, but it's built in to VoiceOver. So that's easy because you can go into VoiceOver and select Braille, turn it on, and away you go. Android is not nearly, so I'd say really not nearly so straightforward to set up. As I say, once it's done, um, it generally just works. So what do we have to do? First of all, um, there, TalkBack is now called Android Accessibility Suite. And I wish they would build Braille back into it. I've requested it and they should do it now, but they haven't yet. So what you have to do first is you have to download um, Brailleback, which is all one word, Brailleback, from the Play Store, from the Google Play Store. I'm not going to go into how to download Brailleback um, because if you don't know Android, that will be quite boring. But basically, you get it from the equivalent of the App Store, which is the Play Store. So you download Brailleback, you install Brailleback, and then you go into uh, Settings, Accessibility, and you uh, turn on Brailleback. So once you've turned it on, it gives you a little warning that says, you know, Brailleback will change the behavior of the machine. Is this OK? And all this. And you, you just hit OK, and that's absolutely fine. So at this point, nothing happens because you haven't yet connected your Braille display. So now what you have to do is you have to go into the Android Bluetooth. So you go into uh, settings, uh, connectivity, and Bluetooth. And then you pair your Braille display as if you would pair a normal Braille display. Uh, uh, sorry, a, norm, a normal Bluetooth device. Now, that's different to iOS because with iOS, you go into VoiceOver and you turn on and you pair and do everything in VoiceOver with, with connecting a Braille display. So you don't do that in Android. First of all, you, you, you download Brailleback, you turn it on, and then you, you hop into Bluetooth and you pair your uh, Braille device in the normal way. Once you've done those two things, uh, one or those three things, I should say, then uh, you're you're pretty much ready to go. So, if I get my little braille display, and we hope the technology works, as it did this afternoon. Um, if I turn on my braille display, um, and I unlock my phone, charging stop battery level fifty six percent. E scanning face nineteen thirty seven. face unlock on my braille display. It says BT starting, and you hear that little jingle sound. Delivering, and that means your Braille display is connected, and that's all there is to it. And it's actually giving me the the, the, the uh, home screen, as it were, so I can Mostly scroll cloudy, up and down and do all kinds of things like that. Um, now, one thing that's common to all Braille displays on Android is that you press L chord, so that's L with space, and it brings up the Braille help for your particular Braille display. So if I bring up the help now, Braille back keyboard help. Navigate up, button. now that will be different 
this will be different for every Braille display because of the different keys. Um, I'm using the Vario Ultra 20 as we speak at the moment. So I'm now going to scroll down. Use navigation keys to move focus on the screen. Use the Braille pan right, advance right. Okay. Use navigation keys to move focus on the screen. Use the Braille keys to enter text in an edit box. Below is a full list of key commands supported by your device. Out of list. Pan right, advance right, in list. Pan left, advance left. Navigate to the next item, joystick right. Navigate to the previous item, joystick left. Navigate to the next line, joystick down. Navigate to the previous line, joystick up. Scroll forwards, dot six plus joystick down. Scroll backwards, dot six plus joystick up. And so on. And so if I press on here, it will be uh, joystick. Um, it'll be space with B, sorry, he's back, which is pretty much the same as the iPhone. Now, now, I made a mistake there, but I'm going to go back and do that again because um, I obviously didn't. Now, when you first come in, this 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 is something I also forgot because this this is what I told you about the setup of Braille. You have to go in. Um, this is something I forgot. You have to go into settings and language and input, and you have to enable hardware Braille keyboard. Now, it's only a tick box, but again, it's another thing you have to do. Now, once you've enabled it once, you only have to do it once again, so it's all part of the setup. If you press a normal key, not a corded key, but a normal key, it'll come up with a little tick box. Choose input method. So notice it says choose input method and it's automatically ticked by, the, well, um, selected, not ticked, but selected Braille hardware keyboard. So we've got Braille hardware keyboard, Gboard, which is your regular keyboard, and talkback Braille keyboard, which I'll get into a bit later. So what we're going to do is we're going to tick the Braille hardware keyboard and go in there. There we go. So once I've done that, I can now type in anything in Braille and it'll work on the keyboard. If I want to, for any reason, I forget or I don't want to use Braille anymore and um, I, I, I go and I want to go back to my original keyboard on my phone, there is a button on the bottom right-hand side of the screen, which you, I find with muscle memory, but you can swipe to it as well. When you've got the Braille keyboard open, there's a button at the bottom of the screen on the phone, and you can scroll down to it with the Braille display as well, and it's called Choose Keyboard Input Method. And if you press that, that wizard will come up again, and you can choose your, your original um, Google keyboard, Gboard. That is um, a very, very basic and quick um, way of setting up Braille. And that's what happens when you disconnect. So I just basically locked the Braille display so that you could hear the sound it makes when it disconnects from Braille. So that, that is essentially um, setting up a hardware Braille keyboard. Um, that's any, any hardware keyboard. So having talked a bit about the hardware keyboard, um, Braille is quite nice. Uh, it doesn't work on some apps so well. I notice it doesn't work well on the official Twitter app because when you go up and down what you consider to be a list, it goes to the top of the screen and then starts reading the, the navigate up button and the, you know, the search buttons and the, and, and things. So it goes right to the top of the screen. It doesn't, it, it comes out of the list. Um, I've reported this to Google, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but most 
programs like my email program, which is Aquamail, that works well. Um, and Facebook seems to work well. And so you can just literally scroll up and down with your scroll keys, or in my case, I can do it with the joysticks, um, or I can just pan left and right, and it, and it will carry on. Um, and so that's hardware Braille. So once you've done that, other than a few different commands, a lot of the commands are self-explanatory. So space with R is recent on all, um, all, all Braille devices. So space with R will, will open the overview, which is the iOS equivalent of the app switcher. And space with N will open notifications. Space with H will open home and or take you to the home screen. Space with B will take you back and so on. And there are keys for scrolling up a page and down a page and the usual stuff. That's hardware Braille. So now we get into Braille screen input. And this is better experienced if you've got Android 11. And the reason for that is that Android 11 introduced multi-finger gestures. Uh, iOS has had them for years and years, and Android, have, have, you know, Google have realized it and they've copied it pretty much. So the, the two-finger double tap, for example, is the magic tap, just the same now on Android as it is on iOS. And so what you can do now is you can go into settings and talk back and you can go into, because this is a talk back function and you can go into Braille, um, Braille screen input. And in there, you can turn on uh, a, a Braille keyboard effectively. And if you turn on the Braille keyboard, it works the same as the hardware keyboard in the sense that it has a, Instead of having a button at the bottom, because it changes all the gestures, it's a two finger or sorry, a three finger flick up to change. I think it is to change from your Braille keyboard to your regular keyboard. So once you've changed your Braille input keyboard, there are two methods of Braille input. OK, so one is uh, that you can do what they call tabletop mode. And the other one is. Uh, what they call screen away mode. So tabletop mode, if you if you're in if if you're into and, and it's automatic, it detects which one you want to use. So if you put the phone down on a table, it detects that the back of it is on a flat surface and it says tabletop mode. And basically what you do is you put three fingers, um, so dots, uh, your, your, your uh, index and your middle finger and your sorry, your, your three fingers, your three braille fingers, um, either side of the screen, put them on the screen for a couple of seconds, and then it calibrates. And then you can just start typing. And by the way, when you go in there, there's a very good tutorial, and it will ask you to do things like type the letter A and type the letter B and, and various things like that. So you're not, you're not on your own. There is a good tutorial, and it will tell you if you've done it right or not, or it won't tell you if you've done it right or not. It will just repeat it until you get it right, basically. It's a bit like talkback tutorials so tabletop mode you have the charging port to the left and you have the camera to the right um and you basically um just put your fingers in the middle of the screen either side as it were in landscape mode and you just start typing in braille screen away is um you have it the other way around so the charging port is on the right and the camera is on the left and what you do is you hold it with the back of the phone facing your chest and the screen away from you, 
and you support it with your thumb and your little fingers, and then you use your middle fingers to type in Braille. And again, you, you calibrate it. So that's the two ways that you can do Braille input. So um, flicking left is equivalent or single flick left is equivalent of backspace. And flicking right is equivalent of space. And two finger flick right is enter. And I can't remember what two finger flick left is now, but, uh, you know, it does it that way. And it does two and three finger gestures as well. So there are a few flicks and slide gestures, but they're not the same as the regular talkback gestures. And if you go into Braille gestures in talkback settings, you can see what all of those are. So that essentially is the way you, you do Braille. And so you, you type your your braille um and as i say a single flick finger flick right is space so after each word you think flick right after each word you flick right and then when you've entered your braille you do two finger flick up and it submits the braille um and basically translates it to grade grade two or you know whatever you've typed it does not support pre-ueb so in other words it doesn't support anything pre-ueb so um it will support grade one and grade two, uh, but it it is primarily UEB. That, I guess, is about it, really. Um, you can you can kind of slide a finger over the screen just to feel, touch the touch to read it, but you can't. You know the the gestures completely change, um, and then when you finished, I think it's three fingers flicked down. And then you're finished writing your braille, um, and it 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 hides the keyboard as if as if you were you know hidden the keyboard in the normal way, you, as if you'd hit the back button. Um, and then so once you've done that, you you then get the regular edit box back, and you can read everything that you've typed. And if you if you made a mistake, you can finger uh, three finger flick up again, and the braille keyboard comes back, and you can carry on editing. Or you can you can bring back the regular keyboard and edit with the regular keyboard. So you can interactively switch between the Braille and the regular keyboard. As I said, the Braille is is not um, always. It doesn't always behave as you expect it to behave. It's it's not always as good as talkback. If you like, you know, if you're if you're walking through a list in some items, it doesn't it doesn't always work. Um. I also don't think Kindle is very good on Braille at all on Android. So I'm being brutally honest, even though I personally prefer Android to iOS for many other things, um, I'd say Braille is, is probably not one of them. But, you know, it does work, and it does work with a good few Braille displays. And um, I think that's probably, uh, believe it or not, uh, most of what I can say about it. And I seem to have got that in 20 minutes. And I thought I was going to take ages to uh, talk about Braille on Android. Um, but there really isn't much more to say about Braille on Android. But I'll try and answer as many questions as I can, um, you know, wherever. Okay, thanks very much, Steve. So um, we're going to hand it over to Ben, uh, who's going to give everybody a little bit of direction on how the Q&A section is going to work, uh, and then we'll start working through those. Um, I do have a question 
uh, Steve. So we'll come to that in a moment. But let's go for Ben first. Yep. So uh, thank you. Thank you for that, Steve. I know I've uh, learned a lot already. Uh, so this is uh, time for questions. And if you have a question, you can uh, raise your hand and we'll uh, come to you momentarily. There are a few different ways you can raise your hand depending on what device you're using. So if you're on Windows, you can press Alt and A. If you're on a Mac computer, you can press Option. Sorry, that's oh, dearie, dearie, oh, me. Alt Y, Ben. Alt Y. <laughs> if you're on, on Windows. Windows. If you're on Windows, you can press Alt and Y. If you're on a Mac, it's Option Y. If you're on a telephone, you can press Star and Nine. Or if you're on an iDevice or Android device using the Zoom app, you can press the More button in the bottom right of your screen, which is visually represented by three small dots, and then press the Raise Hand button from there. And we try and give people uh, a little bit of uh, prior warning uh, before we unmute them. So for example, we're going to come to David Weston first. And uh, that just gives David a, a bit of time to make sure that he's uh, finished making this cup of tea or uh, doing the washing <laughs> up or anything like that, just, uh, there we just are. in case. So, so, we're gonna come... so while you're standing by David Weston, uh, Steve, I'm just going to uh, chip in with one, my, my first kind of question out of the gate, really, in terms of Android support. You talked about various versions of, of Android there, Android 11, which sounds like that's the one you recommend what i want to ask you is this is there any difference in braille support depending on which android device you go for because we know that one of the benefits of android is that you have got a large selection of different you know sizes shapes and sizes and features at different price points and and all of that you know and that's clearly a you know a, a, um, an advantage that that perhaps you you might not have on other platforms um there's a large variety but does that affect the braille support is the braille support pretty consistent across the piece fortunately i can say that it is absolutely consistent so it, the braille back gestures are all the same nothing interferes with the braille back gestures i've never seen a phone on which it doesn't work and i mean i've tried various phones uh you know we talk uh the sony xperia phones we've tried we've tried the um uh, because fortunately um i am a frequent contributor to the a, a podcast called the phone show chat with steve litchfield i don't know if you've ever heard of it um so i i am very fortunate because Steve's in a circle of people and he gets phones to review from PR company, you know, from the PRs, um, companies of like Sony and, and, and so on. And we sometimes get to borrow those phones and test them for accessibility. And in terms of Brailleback, there really is no difference. The only reason I said I recommend Android 11 is because the screen input works on the earlier versions of Android 11, but not as consistently because I had to make some alterations to the underlying framework. You know, it would be like saying, you know, make sure you've got iOS 14 rather than 13, you know, same kind of thing. Braille is better on 14 than 13, although that's kind of debatable because they went a bit backwards with Braille recently, haven't they? So, um, <laughs> but that's a, another thing. So, yes, I, fortunately, I can say that it will work. The, the, the experience will be the same in braille for braille on whatever phone you get of course the other variable is the braille display that you get as well you know some braille displays may work better than others i don't have experience of uh, a whole load of braille displays i we certainly do have experience of the vario ultras 
and we have experience of the ESIS range and they work well. And basically the Baum Vario Ultra Braille displays are much the same as human wear Braille displays. So I'm guessing that human wear Braille displays would also work well on them and so on. Excellent. Right, let's go to Ben, who's going to bring in uh, David, I believe. We'll go to David Weston first, and then after you, David, we're going to come to Tracy. Uh, but David, you are now unmuted. Good evening, everybody. Hi, David. Good evening, Steve. Hi. <laughs> if you still remember who I am. Of course I do. <laughs> Send my best Anyway, <laughs> I, I have just taken my first step into Android. And I now have a Fire Tablet 8 Plus. And when I connected my Orbit Reader, that's the original Orbit Reader, it connected very fast, very easily. But mm -hmm. I find some of the uh, keystrokes, because I got it downloaded from the help of Amazon, yeah. don't work. Now, should I have put on the Braille back? No. Um, the the reason the reason is that Amazon have Brailleback built into the device, so they they already put it on there. So you you couldn't easily put Brailleback on to your Amazon Fire tablet unless you sideloaded it. You can't actually download it from the Amazon store, as you can from the Play Store. And as I understand it, and I may be wrong, and if I am wrong, I do apologise. Um, Braille on the Fire tablet is a little bit more limited than Brailleback. They don't have Braille screen input um, because they're a little bit behind because they're on the equivalent of Android 9 or 10, is it, Ben, something like that? I think, so, it's, I think it's something like that, yeah. Yeah, they're a little bit behind with Android. So you, you're not going to get the same experience on a Fire tablet. Fire tablet is not proper Android, put it that way. <laughs> and I can add to that, uh, Kindle, I can read kindle books using my braille display very easily yes that's true and 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 that's one thing amazon have done very well because they've actually kind of forked braille back and they've made their own uh version of it um i think google are working on getting things like kindle to work on android and it does work pretty well but not always you know sometimes it does a bit like the iphone does on on ios 14 like it it doesn't always pan the pages correctly things like that so that's the only real problem with it you can read with kindle i mean i've i've done it but you know it's not as smooth as ios that's why i said it thanks and for I've that i've just got one other question if yeah, go okay. ahead. Uh, i've been looking on the web for a android phone which one would you recommend steve um for a beginner like yeah 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 as it happens um Although you can get lots cheaper phones, I would recommend something like the Pixel 4a. Um, the Pixel 4a or the 4a 5G um, are two nice phones. I think the 4a is only 349 quid now. Mm. And it, you're getting the pure Google experience. It, you know, it's like, it's like buying, you know, the, the, the people who control Android rather than... See, the problem with, and this is nothing to do with Braille, but the problem with Android, is, and Ben is quite right about this, and David and Dave's right about this too, is that they're all styles and sizes and they're fantastic and they're cheaper. But if you buy manufacturers other than Google, uh, they, they put their own skin on it. They put their own launchers on it. They put their own um, apps on it as well as the Google apps. And the experience is not always so good. 
And that's that's the problem with Android because, you know, with flexibility becomes complexibility, as it were, you know. <laughs> so um, yeah. the, problem, the problem with Android is that there, you know, there's so much customization you can do to it that um, it's, it's sometimes not as straightforward to get, you know, the, the, the stellar experience. So I always recommend, so I, so I always recommend a Pixel um, when people ask me what Android phones to buy and they say, well, yeah, you would because you're a Google fan. <laughs> and then I say, well, yeah, go away and buy a Samsung phone and then come back to me and see how good it is, you know. Um, so I, 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 I mean, until recently, Samsung had a version of TalkBack called Voice Assistant. And it was always two versions behind in Android. And the only reason they didn't ditch it was because the talkback didn't have multi-finger gestures and now it does samsung are using guess what talkback so <laughs> um so now now you know at least samsung is is now the same as as google with with talkback but i always recommend the google phone um because it would be like a bit like um buying a fake apple phone if you bought anything other than google that's that's how i feel about it Thanks for that, David. And a great question as well, because as, as you say, one of the strengths of Android is the variety. Um, but equally, you know, so, so much choice. It's, it's hard to know what to go for. Great question. Uh, we're going to come to Tracy next. And after Tracy, we're going to come to Powell, who has a question as well. Uh, but for now, Tracy, you are good to go. Hi, I'm, I'm from Toronto, Canada. And this is my first time. I'm really happy that someone uh, sent me this information um, that I joined today, and I hope to join almost every week now. Um, I'm totally blonde. I use Braille, and I totally agree with what, what Stephen said about Braille uh, on the Android. Um, I want to make a couple comments. The tabletop version is fairly new because I remember emailing them last year about it, and I didn't realize it was a few months, but all of a sudden I got an email back from them saying, you can now do tabletop. And I was really impressed that they my email and responded to me when it when it they uh and that was just done at the beginning of this year, I think, or at the end of last year or something. Um I also when I use the format of I forget what it's called when you holding the screen in your hand uh, the phone in your hand. Screen away. Screen away, yes. Screen away. Um I like to hold it the wrong way so that my ring finger on my left hand is dot one and the reason i i i tried doing it the other way and i just kept making mistakes because to me it's like reading braille on your stomach like if you have braille sheet yeah that's the way i think yeah. of it and i can do it a lot easier so i just hold it the, the incorrect and i have to remember to stroke up instead of yeah. down and <laughs> yeah you pick up that pretty quickly yeah um tracy i just want to make a comment generally on google um, yes. They are fantastic at coming back to you. Um, Apple are not so good always. So if you if you report a bug with software, um, I've actually had direct conversation with talkback engineers, and you know you can't say that about Apple, to be honest. And that's one of the other reasons that I've been a fan of Google for years, because if if you get advanced, if you get down dirty with them, and you say, oh, I like Braille, but I haven't got tabletop mode, for example. Um, usually you'll get something back, we'll look into it or something, or a canned reply. With Google, I've always had a real person reply to me and a real person doing the testing and a real person right to the end yeah. of the conversation. And yeah. you know, that, that's true. 
Yeah. Um, and the other comment I can make, too, is um, I agree with the getting to Google because you get the updates, um, any updates quicker. Um, I've had other brands that are good, but I think that Samsung is better and might be better from my group that I belong to, which I won't talk about that right now, um, is um, for visually impaired. They seem to like the Samsung a little better. And I'm not sure why, but um, they seem to like some features in it. Um, yeah, I, I, it may be to do with some of the magnification, but um, uh, that is now uh, level now with Google, as far as yes. I know, because they've taken out Voice Assistant, which had that extra magnification yeah. in. And I think Google is doing that now with TalkBack. So, you know, they the fact that they've ditched their own screen reader and now use TalkBack is a good thing, yeah. because that means that and they obviously approve of what Google is doing. And I recommend, um, especially totally blind people, that they should maybe look at going Google, uh, Google Phone or Pixel. And, and I'm glad that they brought out the cheaper one. I can't okay, wait for the Pixel 6. And do you know what? I'm talking to you a lot tonight. I'm missing the Google event, which is tonight. Oh, dear. <laughs> see, I'm not good to you, eh? I'm not good to you. <laughs> now, that, that's, um, see, see, some people are so dedicated to Android that they watch the Google event, but some people are even more dedicated to the point where they miss the Google event to uh, come and teach it to everyone else. To do Braille. Yeah, there you go. Well, great to have you here, Steve, and uh, great to hear your comments as well, Tracy. We're going to come to uh, Calwell now, and uh, after Calwell, we're going to go to Teresa. All right, you are good to go. Oh, hello, Steve. I hope you're doing okay. Hello, um, cool. I'm actually I'm teaching Braille to a group of children who are using uh, Braille Note Touch, and I wanted to know whether or not the Braille Note Touch is using the same software as Google? No. Short answer. <laughs> and the reason is that Braille Note Touch is still on Android 8. And so okay. therefore it, it, it's got a, it's, they've actually, you know, rewritten it virtually. So they've, they've written their own applications. So there isn't an equivalent of Braille. I mean, if you install Braille back for the, the, the Braille, Braille Note Touch, um, it wouldn't be probably wouldn't be as good because it's it's not designed for Android eight. Okay, and the second question is uh, well, it's probably not a question, but what it is, um, I'm supporting somebody who's got the Braille Note Touch, and I say that he should write stuff in Grade One, and he says, but when I write it in Grade One, it goes into Grade Two. So I said to him that he could go into the settings and change that so that you know if he wants to write something, it stays in the the actual same way that he wrote it, but he said he can't do that. But I'm sure there must be a way. Do you know if there is a way? Space with G. Okay. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> I like easy answers like that one. <laughs> so so space with G will toggle the, the translation. So if you want to type in grade one, you just do mm. space with G and it should toggle it to grade one, if I remember right. Um, I don't have a brown note touch, but I think that is what I remember of brown notes. Okay, it's great. Thank you. Thanks for that great question. Always good to know uh, a handy hotkey to uh, to keep up your sleeve as well. You never never <laughs> quite know when you need it. Thanks for that. Um, we're going to come to Teresa next, and after Teresa, we're going to come to Carla. Uh, hey, Teresa, you are unmuted. Hey, hello, everybody. I'm Hi. Teresa from Venezuela. Oh, Vanessa. Uh, 
Teresa from Venezuela. Oh, hello. Hi. Um, I have two questions. Um, the first one is um, I already have my, I have a Focus uh, 44 Braille display, and my phone is a Motorola E4 yeah. with um, Android 7. I believe it's a Stone Age phone. <laughs> and um, I have um, the focus already paired uh -huh. uh, to the phone. Yeah. But now, uh, from quite a while ago, it doesn't want to connect. Um, I, I've gone to the settings in the focus where you, you change the connection. Yeah. Um I put the um the 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 Bluetooth, you know, for the phone, Motorola, da da da. And but it doesn't seem to connect. So I don't know if um I have to um open the Braille back first or um well um, it's 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 a long time since I've used Android 7, so bear with me. Um <laughs> Now, so what I think you probably need to do is, first of all, go into uh, settings and accessibility, make mm -hmm. sure Brailleback is still on. If it's, uh -huh. not, if, it's not, if it's not on, turn it on. If it is on, toggle it off and then on again. So turn it oh. off and then turn it on again, okay? If that okay. doesn't work, then go into settings and connectivity and go into Bluetooth Mm -hmm. and forget it and then repair it because it, um, may, it may have it may have corrupted the actual bluetooth connection um and if that doesn't work then you can go into settings and you can go into uh, system and reset networks now what that will do though unfortunately is it will lose all your wi-fi um, but it will also lose all your bluetooth connections and then you should be able to reconnect it Oh, okay. So it looks like um, I think I have my Braille back off. So it sounds oh, no, like oh. I have to turn it on first and yes, then yes. connect. Yes, yeah. I mean, really, you should leave Braille back on all the time. You, you, oh, know, you, you don't okay. ever need to turn it off. Oh, okay. Right. If you leave it on, it will, it will detect as soon as your Braille display is turned on. I mean, when I did it today with my Vario Ultra just now, I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't turn on Braille back. I just simply turned on the Braille display and it connected. Oh, okay. And if I want to go back to the computer, then I simply go to the settings in my um, Braille display and get back to the USB, right? No. Connection. Just, no, just, yeah, well, you can do that, but just turn it off as well. Turn, turn the... the... So when, when if, if you can do anything you want to disconnect the Braille display. So, yeah, you can go back to USB or you can just power down the Braille display, say I'm finished with it and put it away. And the phone will go diddly ding and disconnect. Oh, oh, I see. I think, I think the trick was in the Braille, um, in the Braille back. Um, the second question is... Um, I tried the Braille um, writing on the phone for the first time a few days ago, and it's a mess, really. <laughs> um, what I, I'm not sure how to uh, put my fingers in the sense that 
um, the tutorial, for example, says dot one, and I get to dot two or a column. So I don't know how to, um, I, I suppose the fingers should be in a parking style uh, movement, right? Yeah, just imagine you've got, just put the, um, well, for example, if you're using tabletop mode, just put, mm -hmm. the, put the phone on the table mm -hmm. with the charging port to your right. And um, so it's landscape. And put your middle fingers, so not your thumb and your little finger, but your middle fingers in a braille formation anywhere on the screen near the top and near the bottom, and then hold it there for a couple of seconds. And it will make a beep noise to tell you it's calibrated. And then once you do that, you can just start typing in Braille. Don't think about where you're putting your fingers. Just imagine you're typing on a Perkins. Uh, right. Um, I, I usually, when I write on the Perkins, I use my first, uh -huh, my first three fingers. Yeah. Isn't that? Uh -huh. Yeah, that's correct. So not, not your thumb, but your... your, your yeah, my your, index, your index and finger the next. And uh -huh. your, your middle finger and your ring finger. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so you use you use the same fingers in order to calibrate, as you said. Yes. So if you imagine the left hand side of the phone is dots one, two, and three, and the right hand side mm -hmm. is dots four, five, six. Um, that's that's what you do, really. Thanks for that, Teresa. Um, hope that's giving you some uh, helpful points, and glad to hear that it looks like you're getting sorted. Um, Definitely let us know how you get on with that. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to come to Carla next. And after Carla, we're going to come to Steve Pulley. Uh, Carla, you are now unmuted. Hi there. Yeah, um, it's just more of a comment, actually, really. Um, it was just to update people on the Amazon Fire tablets. Um, they now do support um, Braille screen. Um, input Good. Um, both tabletop and screen away mode believe it or not Good stuff. Um, mm, so um, yeah so that's all a bit of a change so um, and the braille has come on quite a long way so um, it's all nice it worked that the um, the way to set it up you can go into settings and voice view and braille and um, you can just go and connect to braille display straight straight from there um if it's something like an orbit writer if yeah, it's, it's more like ios isn't it it's integrated yeah so yeah 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 i mean some of the non-supported displays you're going to have a bit of a fight on your hands but you can get them connected but yeah so things have moved on a, a pace there so just so Thanks, i'd uh, mm. come in thank you Thanks for that, Carla. Um, great to hear that things are uh, progressing. We're going to come to Steve Pulley next. And after Steve, uh, we're going to come uh, briefly back to... Uh, oh, sorry, we're going to come to Tracy. Sorry, I thought that was Theresa again. We're going to come to Steve next. And after Steve Pulley, we're going to come to Tracy. All right, Steve, you are unmuted. Hi there. Good evening. Hi, Steve. Um, I think we've got three questions, if I can remember them. <laughs> uh, the first one is, um, I haven't got a, I haven't got a, an Android phone or a tablet at the moment. I'm wondering about uh, getting one, and I don't even know whether you really can get Android, Android tablets apart from the Fire. Um, I have got a real touch. Um, 
which you could say was a tablet. But my question is basically, um, is is the situation um, whether tablet or phone fairly much the same with Android? Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Although there aren't many Android tablets around. Um, right. So, uh, for example, I mean, you've got the Samsung tabs, which are pretty good tablets and, and they all work with speech and Braille. So, you know, they're, they're pretty good. Um, but there aren't many. I mean, there are lots of Chinese cheapy um, Android tablets, but I wouldn't okay. recommend going that way because you don't mm. know if you import one and it, it don't work well with TalkBack, then, you know, you're up the creek without a paddle type of thing. But certainly the Samsung tabs work well with TalkBack and with Railback as well. Right, but my only reason for wondering about tablets is because uh, I'm more likely to be using the thing through a wireless router as opposed to um, through a phone protocol. I don't know what we call that. Um, you, you, mean, you mean you'll be on a network rather than using a SIM card? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, but you don't have to do a tablet to do that, do you? You just buy a phone and don't put a SIM card in it. I don't know. My my phone <laughs> I've got at the moment. My phone I've got at the moment, Steve, is uh, is from two thousand and seven. So yeah, no, no, but you know, what I mean, you, you don't. Have I do. To, I do. You don't know, have yeah. to have a tablet to to, right. to achieve that effect. Um, okay, so the phones would would typically have a the, the router um, access Wi-Fi, not, yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. No problem. Uh, I'm, I'm using state of the art at the moment. State um, of the art, I like that. <laughs> Um, the the second question was, um, is there any kind of list of supported displays for Android? Oh, 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 oh. yes, I believe there is. And what I'll try and do is I'll try and forward. I'll send you, Ben, if I can find it, a link to a list of the supported Braille displays. I'm sure that Google got one. I'm pretty sure. And I'll find that and I'll I'll whip it to you, Ben. And we'll uh, make sure that is on the website alongside all the other notes for this show in our handout. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thanks for that. And the final question. Um, Can you uh, set up the Braille to be able to read uh, characters from different languages and write characters from different languages. I'm thinking uh, typically of mixing English with Hebrew. Uh, yes, I believe you can. Yeah, although I've never tried it, but you can. I believe you can. Okay. Yeah. Great stuff. Thanks for that. You know, it's always nice when the answers are simple, isn't it? You know, just, just, <laughs> particularly, particularly with tech, you know, when sometimes, yeah. sometimes you can go down rabbit holes with tech, can't you? And you're just like, oh, is it, isn't, well, maybe it'll work if you do this, blah, 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 blah. But it's, it's nice when you can just get a, yes, it works. Yeah. Um, so thanks for that, Steve. We're going to come to Tracy next. And after Tracy, we're going to come to Alan Dyke. Hey, Tracy, you're good to go. Okay, um, I have a question and a comment. Is do you have to have your phone on before you turn your braille display on? Because I sometimes I found I had to do it that way. Turn the uh, sorry, turn the braille display on and then the phone for it to pick it up. Sorry, you you mean? I mean, I don't switch off my phone ever. Do you mean? Do you mean unlocked? I mean unlocked. Sorry. Right. No, you don't. No. I mean, my certainly, oh. the, certainly with the Vero Ultra, it's got commands to wake up the phone and things like that. Oh, OK. I have the. Yeah. So it depends really, I suppose, on the Braille display. OK. Yeah. The other comment I was, I also have an Orbit writer and use that and it works really well with Android. Good. I'm glad because I don't think anyone in the UK has got it unless they've imported it, have they? <laughs> 
I believe, I, I want to say it might, I don't know if Dave wants to come in, I want to say it might be for sale at the RNIB at the moment, but that's a very recent thing. Mm. Uh, they're only uh, available very recently. But thanks for that, Tracy. Good to good to know that that is working well. Can't can't wait to get my hands on one. We're going to come to Alan Dites next. And after Alan Dites, we're going to come to Nick Adamson. Uh, Alan, you are now unmuted. Hello. Thank you, Ben. Uh, please, uh, Mr. Nutt, I, I have a Kindle Fire. I'm totally blind. I have trouble in writing using the Kindle Fire keyboard. So being a brave sort of bloke like I am, I bought myself a Logic keyboard to connect to Kindle Fire so that I can write on that keyboard. And it doesn't connect. And I don't know why it doesn't connect. I've had sighted friends come and try to do it, and it just won't work. Can you give me any reason why it doesn't work or put me in a way so that I might find a fault? Well, that's a difficult one. I mean, presumably you're putting the Logitech keyboard into pairing mode. Yes. Um, and you're switching to the right profile because they can connect to about three devices at once, can't they? Um, um, I am putting in, yes, they do connect to three at once, and I'm making the right selection. Right, okay. And yeah. the, the Logitech sign is coming up where the device is shown on the phone. Yeah. But it actually uh, isn't connecting itself. Right, so so you you can see the you can see the Bluetooth entry on the phone, yeah. Yes. And and you hit connect on the phone, and nothing happens. Did you get any errors? You didn't get any errors. Um, Did it just say disconnect? I, I'm asking. You go to connect, and you you move to connect and tap it, and mm. it should uh, accept it. You know, like uh, VO spacebar. You sort of that you do that, and it should connect it, but um, it doesn't. Um, and does the phone fill up? So you can only have so many things on there. Because I've had things on there in the past, and I've disconnected from them, but left them on there. Would that be a problem? It could be. I'd say the same um, to you as to Teresa. I think you go into Bluetooth settings and go into, or go into settings and connectivity in Bluetooth. And no, sorry, settings and system, I think, although I'm not sure where it is on the fire. Um, and yeah. forget, forget all Bluetooth devices and then start from the beginning. Um, that's what I would do. Um, I, do um, that at least, uh, I do that at least once a year with my phones. Could I have, a, I have a supplement, please? Because I've got many devices uh, within two rooms downstairs. If I did that on the Kindle Fire in, in the back room, would it turn off the other Bluetooth devices in the front room? No, no. It will only affect that device that you do it on. Thank you. I'm um, happy. Bye. If, just, just for the um, just just a quick uh, commercial break, Ben. If if <laughs> if I can, if any of you do want, if if anyone does want support, technical support like that, unfortunately not free. But if anyone does want technical support like that, give me a ring. We we work on the basis that if I can't fix it, you don't pay. Sounds like a uh, sounds like a good deal to me, and uh, we'll definitely make sure that we uh, we give you a, a time to uh, to promote some uh, contact information for you. Uh, we're going to come to Nick Adamson, uh, Adamson next. Uh, hey, Nick, you're now unmuted. Thanks, Ben, and hi, Steve. Um, quick question uh, about Braille inputs. Um, at one point you said when you're doing desktop mode 
uh, your power button is to left and your camera's to the right. And then I think later on you said it was the other way around. Can you just uh, clarify which one it is? Because I, uh, I I have got that wrong before. I'm sure I have. <laughs> to, be, to, to be fair, um, I, I'd forgotten. It, it does tell you on the phone when it says tabletop mode and detects it. It does tell right. you. Right. Um, so you you can't get it wrong because it will say tabletop mode. Um, turn it landscape so that the USB port is on the. I think it's right on tabletop mode. Great stuff. And okay, it's on just the left on 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 the other mode, and it's nice to meet the park the park boss guy. <laughs> Absolutely, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that, Nick. The park uh, boss is boss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I still play that. Excellent. I'm pleased. Oh well, maybe maybe we need to do a session on Doctress. Well, not to mention, um, <laughs> yeah, Doctress, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Doctress, Doctress, bring it back on topic. <laughs> yes, gosh, I'm going to guess that a lot of people would have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Doctress is a is a braille game which you can uh, Google. Definitely right. Well, thanks for that, Nick. Uh, we've uh, actually got a couple of uh, new hands up, so we're going to come to Wendy next, and after Wendy, we're going to come to Caroline. Uh, hey, Wendy, you're now unmuted. Right, Steve, you there? Hi, Wendy. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Always here for you, dear. Um, right, <laughs> just one very quick. It's not actually a braille thing. It's a um a phone, a Galaxy Samsung thing phone yep. at the moment. Um, since I've done the um, oh, I'm all shaky. Since I've done the um the newest update, you know the the update a couple of weeks ago. Uh, before I did that, I used to turn the voice feedback on and off. I used to press the the higher and lower button. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, hold, you know, hold down uh, the yeah. volume up and down button. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't seem to be able to do that now since I've done the update. Any advice? Yeah, talk back, oh. settings, accessibility oh, shortcut. I'll have a look. I'll look. Um, I think what's happened is you, you got caught in the trap that Samsung have gone over from voice assistant to talk back. Right. Right. And the accessibility shortcut may be turned off. Accessibility shortcut. So that's in accessibility, in settings, yeah. accessibility, accessibility yeah, yeah. shortcut, right near the bottom. Okay. And if you go in there, mm -hmm. it's it's turned off on some things, and probably on Samsung's it's turned off. On Google, it's turned on by default. But if you go into there, yeah. there's a tick box to turn it on. Right. And then it will tell you that the volume up and down buttons will will turn on talk back and turn it off. And is, it, is this okay? And you just hit the okay thing. Lovely, I, th thank I you. think that's I think that's what's wrong. That's all. Thanks for that, Wendy, and I uh, hope you get that sorted soon. Definitely uh, keep us posted as to how you go there. <clears throat> We're going to come to Caroline next. Uh, Caroline, you're good to go. Hi, thanks for that. Um, I had a phone call during part of the slime. may have missed this, but I just wanted to mention, um, Tracy had mentioned that she turns the um, phone upside down so that she can reverse her fingers, but there's actually a setting that will let you flip those dots. That's right. Yeah, there is. I'm not forgotten about that. Yes. So you can actually set it to do it. Yeah. So that yeah. you don't have to worry about flipping your phone. And I think that would also, um, does it, if, if you're doing that, does it really matter what direction you're holding your phone, whether you hold it, you know, power to the right or to the left or whatever? Um, I don't know, but. I don't know. It must matter to some degree because otherwise it wouldn't know what dot one, two, and three was and what dot four true, was and six true. was. So it must matter. Mm. Yeah. 
Thanks. It's got to know, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely. Thanks for that, Caroline. Um, great to uh, great to have uh, uh, people uh, giving us ideas about other settings to change as well. Uh, we've got around about five minutes left, so uh, maybe time for one or two more questions. Raising your hand is Altwire on Windows, Option Y on Mac, Starline on a phone, or if you're on the Zoom app, press the More button than the Raise Hand button. In the meantime, we are the Brailless Foundation. If you're new to us, we run masterclasses every first and third Tuesday of every month, along with lots of other events. Uh, visit our website at www.brailless.org. And if you want a, a once a week email keeping you up to date with all the things that are going on at Brailless HQ, subscribe to our newsletter which is also on brailists.org. Like us on the Facebooks and follow us on the Twitters. We are Brailist Foundation on Facebook and at Brailists on Twitter. We post a lot of content on Twitter these days. And if you have any feedback about this masterclass or any suggestions for future contents, we'd love to hear from you. You can email help at brailists.org. That's help at brailists.org and uh, we will uh, get in touch with you from there. Um, okay, a couple of questions. We're gonna to come to, uh, we've got a couple of people who have already spoken. We're gonna to come to Carrie first, and then if we have time again, we'll come to Tracy, then Caroline. Uh, but for now, Carrie, you are good to go. Oh, hello. Um, what I'd like to ask, if I may, is um, you were saying earlier on, Steve, that the um, when you want to use Android with the or um, Braille with the um, oh, Kindle Fire tablets, uh, did you say that it doesn't work very well when you write it in? Is that is that do I understand that right? Sorry, uh, using using the Kindle Fire? Yes. It, I, I, it, I think just to clarify, it's the Braille screen input. I think Steve was referring to that. That's, yeah, but it has uh, been. We it, think it, that that's not on fire yet. Yeah, it has been updated though. Apparently, because um, it's right. got tabletop and because Carla made that comment, didn't she? Yeah, okay. I wasn't quite sure. Sorry, yeah. I. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, that's 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 great. Thank you very much. No problem at all. Thank you for that, Carrie. Uh, great to have you here, as always. A great option for reading Kindle books, though. Really, you know, yeah. good low-cost uh, option if you want to read books in Braille from Kindle. Uh, you could do a lot worse than a fire tablet. Yeah, that's what I want to do. And my mother has a Kindle, and mm. she's she's sighted, but she can't hold a book due to arthritis. And um, she tells me about all the books she reads, and some of them, some some of the kind of books, I mean, uh, we 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 like a similar kind of books. I'm probably a bit more lenient about language and such than she is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, but there is a generation gap. <laughs> okay, well we are going to yeah yeah. Sorry to cut across. I was just going to say we are going to do a bit of a deeper dive. I think Ben, isn't that right? Into yes. the Kindle Fire and how you can use that to to access Kindle. Uh, so we are going to do a session on the Kindle Fire tablet specifically so yes. uh, stay tuned for that stay one that'll be in the coming yeah. weeks we're going to try and really quickly squeeze terry ann in and after terry ann we're going to come to dave to wrap things up hey terry ann good to have you here as always you're now unmuted hello there um i at the risk of adding fuel to the fire uh, no pun intended, or maybe it is. Um, we're regarding the Amazon Fire tablet. I was just looking at the uh, a 
uh, plus 10th generation. And I did a, a demo regarding um, using the input keyboard and how to access that. And now uh, with this most recent update, I'm not seeing it here in a blank document, which you're supposed to be able to do. So I'm not quite sure what's happening, but I will dive into this a little or delve into this a little more. And maybe next week I can let you know what I, or in an email, I'll let you know what I find. Because I know that input was there. But right now with the most recent update, I'm not seeing it here. Well, we will be doing some homework as well in preparation for our session on the Kindle Fire tablets. So hopefully we can get some clarity on uh, where that is up to. Uh, Steve, any final thoughts, words just, for the just, website? Just, just basically thank you for all your questions. They've been really good questions. And um, I hope I've answered them to reasonable satisfaction. If anyone wants any Android or iPhone training or support, or even Windows training or support on various screen readers, do feel free to contact me. It doesn't have to be in the UK. We can do it all over the world by Zoom or by phone. And you can get me at steve at comproom.co.uk and the website is www.comproom.co.uk. And thank you for giving me the opportunity, Dave and Ben and everyone else at Brailers Foundation. Steve Nutt from Computer Room Services, Braille on Android. Thank you very much for taking all those questions and for sharing your experience uh, with us this evening, Steve. We very much appreciate that. Uh, thank you also, Ben, for your help with the moderation. That's been brilliant. And all of you, of course, there's no point in these sessions without you. So thank you very much. In two weeks' time, we are going to be doing something a little bit lower tech, and we're going to be looking at uh, the various ways in which we might use Braille in the kitchen. And we will have a guest present for that session on the 1st of June. Next week, uh, next Tuesday, it'll be the Braille Bar. So it'll be an open Braille Bar uh, for any Braille-related questions. Maybe it's about Android. Maybe it's about iOS. Maybe it's about something entirely separate. But we will look forward to an open Braille Q&A in the Braille Bar next Tuesday from 7.30pm UK. So from all of us, at the Brailers Foundation. Uh, have a very safe week. Take care, stay in touch, and we'll see you soon. Bye for now.